And today we have a special episode for you. You know, Steph, we are officially getting close to the holiday season. And that means... That's crazy. Before we even tell anybody, like, what this episode is about, like, can we just, like, take a moment of silence for the fact that it's almost the end of 2023? Like, I I swear to God, it's still 2021. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I looked up and it's like the end of October, and I'm like, wasn't it just like February last week? Literally, <laughs> like I'm still writing the date wrong. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me or if this is like a normal thing. Um, but like I'm still writing 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, because I actually I work from home a lot so sometimes a lot of these days just like run together right <laughs> it's just i mean i don't even have that excuse like i literally work in the office tuesday wednesday thursday and so many of my deadlines are like the very specific days of the month but i'm over here like 2021 <laughs> <laughs> i mean that, I don't, that why is... am i so fixated on 2021 that wasn't even a great year for me I was I was going to ask because that's very interesting because you know I, I know for me you know I I lose track of of months but not years so why, <laughs> why, why, why I don't know I'm like stuck oh my goodness uh, well <laughs> well we need you to move up a little bit because you know at the time of this recording here Thanksgiving is a few weeks away. And for introverts, as such as myself and you, we know that Thanksgiving, while it can be a lot of fun, there are challenges for introverts. Mm-hmm. And today we want to talk about a few of those and how we can try to navigate Thanksgiving as an introvert. Right. And just so you guys know, this is sort of a pre- Thanksgiving mental and emotional therapy session for both of us before we dive into the actual holiday. So, you know, we're kind of pre-coaching ourselves and and getting ourselves ready for the holidays. Uh, So hopefully this will be helpful for you guys as well. Exactly. So... So Oh, you go you go <laughs> thank you i appreciate that <laughs> so like i said before thanksgiving can be rough for introverts we we value our alone time we, we value our time and space to recharge solitude is very important to us and that can be very hard particularly when you're around friends and friends and the family many of whom you may not have seen for a few months or a few years. We are, we are coming, trying to come out of a pandemic. So there are friends or family that you may literally have not seen for years and who, of course, want to talk to you and know how to talk. <laughs> yes, the, the, the dreaded small talk and just, you know, want to catch, get up to date and up to speed on what you've been, on what you've been doing. And while we do love our friends or family, sometimes it can be a bit much. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think for me, I don't know about you, but I usually have to attend more than one Thanksgiving, or maybe I'm confusing it with Christmas. I don't remember. Um, 
but because you know because Sean and I are married we have a couple of different families in the area and we have to attend all the different Thanksgiving so it's like by the time I settle in it's like we're leaving to go to the next one well that's actually a, a very interesting point I'm kind of I guess I want to explore that um that I hadn't even really considered that I'm you know I'm not, not married so I typically just choose a particular Thanksgiving function to attend whether it's mm-hmm. uh, an actual you know Thanksgiving with friends and family or if for whatever reason I can't make it maybe like a office shindig but as mm-hmm. someone who is married um, how do you how do you manage that like, how do you manage the expectations of having to attend multiple Thanksgiving events. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. Although this year I'm not really drinking, so I was about to say, like, did did we not just go over this in a, a previous episode? Where... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I uh, you know, previously a lot of a lot of red wine, Bessa Martinis helped to ease the nerves. But I'm not really gonna be drinking this holiday season. We'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, but I'm also a lot more confident and comfortable in my own skin. So I don't know that I'll need... Like, I, I don't th- know that I'll have the compulsion to have a glass of wine or five. Um, because I, I feel a lot more comfortable talking to my family members and talking to Sean's family members. So... Um, I'm excited for, I'm actually excited for this year with this like newfound ability to have a conversation without like freaking out. Um, but it definitely helps that um, our families live about 20 minutes apart because that's like a nice little like recharge time in between. Um, definitely a lot of recharging, a lot of visits to the bathroom <laughs> to like recalibrate, reset. Um, and the nice part is that when we get to my family's house, um, we do it at my parents' house. So I have my own bedroom there. Um, when my grandparents are staying there, I can just go in the basement. So I have lots of room to just decompress if I get overwhelmed or truthful, which happens. Okay. I I get it. But that actually brings us to our first sort of introvert tip on how to survive the Thanksgiving madness, which is to take breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you pointed out, I think that's very important. Uh, when I was when I was younger and then I had to visit a relative, visit a friend for Thanksgiving, it could quickly get out of hand as far as my, my energy level and my social battery. So I started doing what, what i started doing was um kind of doing a walk around as far as i could of like the house or wherever i was at try to <laughs> try to scout a good kind of sneak away location <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> or, so you weren't at your house you were at somebody else's house yeah but there were sometimes i had thanksgiving at my house and of course you know there were there's always my room but people know that's my room so I actually learned that's probably the worst place for me to be 
So, I, <laughs> yeah, like I always try to go where people don't expect me to be. So interesting. Okay. <laughs> yes, but I try. So if if I'm home, I'll try to find a different room that is quiet, um, that people really shouldn't be going into, like my parents' room. People aren't mm. supposed to go. <laughs> people aren't supposed to go in there. So hey, I'm a chill. That's actually funny that you say that because even though I have my room and the basement, which are huge, um, and the closet if I really need, I always end up in my parents' room. And I guess it's probably because it's just sort of uh, an unspoken fact that you just don't go into the master bedroom uh-huh. in someone else's house. Yeah. Interesting. I never even thought, I never even realized that I do that, but maybe that's why. I think that's part of it. But I mean, for me, you know, anyone that knows me knows that I'm probably, I'm going to be in my room reading or playing a game or listening to music. So like for, for most folks, that's that's the first place they will look. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I quickly learned that I had to find a new recharging uh location recharge station <laughs> exactly exactly so that's that's what i did if i'm at a friend's house or a relative's house um, hopefully i've you know been there before so i kind of know a, a particular room but if not i'll just do a quick you know scout um and just try to find a nice quiet place sometimes go on the roof Go, sorry. Go, 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 on, go on the roof. Go on the no, one, roof. no one's gonna look at me there in, the, on, in November. It's just true, uh, but <laughs> yeah, maybe not the roof, but definitely outside. <laughs> Sometimes I've definitely just kidding. I, I would, I would fall and die. Yeah, I mean, particularly on those angled roofs, roofs. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely. Just grab the coat or whatever and kind of just chill outside uh, for a few minutes um, before I, you know, begrudgingly walk back inside. And, and again, it's not that I don't want to be there or that I don't like the people that I'm around. Just as introverts, we lose energy um, the longer we're around certain people or, or people in general right. so we just we just need to take a break it's nothing personal right. um i will say it it's become a lot easier to explain as i've gotten older because i can just say yeah you know i need, I need a break this is why um, if someone presses i can always give kind of uh, a quick primer on being an introvert <laughs> As a kid, <laughs> it's like, how do you, you don't even know what being an, an introvert is. You don't know what right. an is. So it's hard to sort of articulate how you're feeling. And then right. depending on how you're, how you're raised, you might be accused of, you know, being, being smart rude. or yeah, being rude or talking back. So you learn pretty quickly to kind of just, it's, it's not worth the trouble trying to explain just go when no one's looking and can right. pop back up when you have to but yeah breaks are definitely important uh, they are key right. i would definitely recommend taking as many as many breaks as you need to mm-hmm. yeah just check in with yourself in between conversations um 
And, you know, you can, I know for me, my family watches football, which actually kind of helps a little bit because a lot of people are just distracted by the game. So I'm personally do not give a shit about football. I don't know what's going on. Um, so when I see that my family is like really intrigued by the game, it's a great time to take a break and slip away for 20 minutes without anybody really noticing. Yes. So um, if, if people are kind of in, like involved in whatever they're doing and you can sort of sneak away for 10 minutes while everybody else is preoccupied, um, if, if, if feeling like you're being rude is something that is a concern to you, that could be a good option. Most definitely. One of my favorite little tips is I actually like to vol um, volunteer to run errands. Like if someone needs oh, me to go, <laughs> if someone needs someone from the store, I'm your guy. Yeah. Oh, you forgot marshmallows for the sweet potato pie? I got them. I got you. <laughs> and it just that's it just awesome. so it just so happens that I have to go to five stores. It's that sucks, man. They they all did not have the mini marshmallows. I don't they, know what to tell you. They did not. They really did not. It just took it took all day to get these marshmallows. I am <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm I missed out on all this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I I would deeply regret it. Um, <laughs> I I'm curious if you think because I never really thought about this before, but I'm curious if the reason that I I feel like I need a lot of recharge time and a lot of breaks. Um, particularly on Thanksgiving and holidays where there's just a lot of food is because I'm just stuffing my face and like with like all of this like high carb, high fat food, which tends to make me tired. Um, and I feel like the more that I stuff my face, the more tired I get. And now my body just has no capacity to also focus on a conversation. Hmm. That's an interesting I guess I, I never thought about that, that, I guess, that connection um, with, you know, such stuff in your face and kind of being an introvert. Like, I, I do know that, yes, it's, it's definitely a more likelihood of, you know, feeling tired and needing to, to rest. But I don't know. That's definitely a good question. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll toss it to our listening a listener community you know i'm curious mm -hmm. what, what they what they think i actually don't know yeah because i i know that like obviously food gives me energy when i'm eating like a normal amount but like when i'm eating a thanksgiving amount which is like like to the point of a stomach ache <laughs> it definitely slows me down um i i mean i don't know if it, it's probably the wine too um, and, and also the lack of confidence. There was a lot going on there. Um, maybe this year, on top of just limiting my wine intake uh, and having more confidence, I'll try to eat like a normal person instead of like I've never seen food in my life. And, and I'll report back. <laughs> yes. yes, report back to report back to the class. Um, but that's a, that. But that's actually a good point. As I sit here and think, um, I'm thinking, yeah, like when you know, normally when I eat or I'm I'm eating, I'm not I'm not really trying to have a conversation. Uh, I think that also, you know, 
if I'm eating a lot, so, you know, at the, particularly at Thanksgiving, I do think I'm less likely to try to have a discussion, try to engage in another discussion. Um, well, your mouth is kind of busy, so. That too, but I just like, I, I <laughs> you know, thinking back, I've definitely just been less into it overall. Like not, not even trying to hear what's going on. I just kind of want to eat my food and, and, and go, you know, go rest. Right. So I, I don't know how folks can, you know, stuff their face and then have a full on conversation after that that's just that's too much yeah uh, absolutely well i have the benefit of one not being able to multitask and everybody in my family knows that and two not being able to hear when i'm not able to like look at your lips um <laughs> so if 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 i'm preoccupied with my food which i typically am it's it's kind of in a way a, a, a bit of a recharge station in the middle of a crowd. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm eating. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to know what you think about this possibility. You know, Thanksgiving can be a, I don't know, controversial uh, time oh. because I guess unlike in today's world, oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I guess, you know, and sometimes Christmas can be that way too, but I think for some reason mm-hmm. it happens more often during Thanksgiving where you have people with just so many different like opinions and they feel like Thanksgiving dinner is the appropriate time to just share all, <laughs> the, all, all these different opinions about whatever. It's, it's like, like they've been collecting all their thoughts all year long, just waiting to unload them at the Thanksgiving table. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, Uncle Smoke Guy, you know, just been sitting on these political opinions for for eleven months, and now he just has to share it with his family because, gosh darn right. it, you know, this world's go, this world's going to hell in a handbag, and he ha- he's he's the last line line of defense. <laughs> well, you like, you haven't heard from him since Christmas, so I, I wonder if that's why Christmas is not as bad because you just saw everybody at Thanksgiving and you've already unloaded. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> or you, just got, so. you got angrier and now you have more to say. Uh, yeah. um, to that, I would say, so my family is definitely fairly divided. Um, but it hasn't, I can't remember the last time it got contentious or crazy. And uh, it can be really overwhelming, I know. Um, I, I'm very lucky in that everybody in my family is very respectful even if they don't agree um but i know maybe that's just my opinion like my family members might have a different opinion um i know like for me i think that if you truly believe what you believe and you truly stand by like your view of the world and your view of of like what's going on then who gives a shit what uncle tom has to say or uncle rudy or whoever i don't know why where these names are coming from i have neither (laughs) in my family (laughs) uncle david (laughs) uncle michael those are names in my family um but seriously if you if you feel good about your opinions about like current issues or if you don't give a shit then don't 
let yourself get caught up in in other people's opinions. You don't have to take them on. And to me, I actually have learned to look at Thanksgiving debates as an opportunity to hear the opposite side of what I think and, and kind of explore my beliefs a little bit and see if they can actually stand up against uh, differing opinions. And, and for me, like, once I let go of like, oh, this person doesn't agree with me, and I, I learned how to just listen and hear the other side of things, it, it, it actually became really interesting. So that's my opinion. Yeah, I can definitely see that, um, and I'm 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 kind of the same way. I've definitely been lucky throughout my life where discussions haven't, you know, gotten to a really contentious point. I think like the most contentious thing I've experienced was like there was like, an argument over a football game. So wow. <laughs> I, I was yeah, not yeah. expecting you to say that. Yeah, like that, there you that, go. That, yeah, you know, but it can be it can be tough. Um, not not just during Thanksgiving, but the actual kind of anticipation. Um, yeah, for, you know, for, for lack of a better word, just kind of or I guess I should say anxiety for for some mm-hmm. because you're kind of as introverts do we can get in our own heads and we may overthink about all of these different conversations that we have to have right. um, with with people we may or may not want to have conversations with. There's always one that we may actually be, be cool with and we actually look forward to talking mm-hmm. to. But yeah, there may be uh, an Aunt Ruby who just you know says something out of pocket every year. Um, right. And, and you're thinking, how am I going to navigate that, particularly if she says that out-of-pocket thing to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right. So I think, you know, for me, one of the ways that I've really learned to just stand, like, stand tall and firm in, in my own opinions is, like, and the way that I prepare myself for a potentially contentious conversation is I have just learned how to ask myself, um, like, what do I believe about this particular topic that might come up in conversation? Why do I believe this? Like, why is this important to me? And, like, what potential arguments, like, can I anticipate? And how do I, how do I mentally and emotionally support myself if those arguments come up? And if you just kind of have a game plan you're less likely to go in like freaking out and it's less likely to blow up. So uh, that's, that's kind of what I would um, advise if, if you're somebody who feels really anxious in the anticipation of, of what people might say about something that you feel really strongly about. Absolutely. And if it gets too, too hectic, as always, take a break. Take a break, yeah. If you don't like where the conversation's going, like, who says you can't take a break? Yeah. You don't even, you literally can just say, you know what, like, you know, uh, thank you for sharing your opinion. I'm just, uh, I I just, I need to go check my phone. Uh, you, You don't even have to make it about, like, the topic of conversation or why you feel upset if you don't feel comfortable. Or you can, I mean, you can have a signal with somebody that you're really comfortable with, like, 
to kind of save you from the conversation. Like there's so many things that you can do um, in anticipation of, of conversations getting out of hand. Most definitely. So another. Suddenly you have suddenly you have to pee. Suddenly you need a glass of wine. <laughs> suddenly you are craving the bake free that mom just pulled out of the oven. Like just you can just operate on a whim. <laughs> or you can say you're an asshole and, and then walk away, but that might not go over too well. No, but I think it'll definitely make Thanksgiving a lot more exciting. <laughs> yeah, and you probably might feel really good about it. <laughs> if you finally tell uh, Uncle Michael that he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, just like there's a, you know, there's an Uncle Michael who is an asshole, there's always that other relative who likes instigating and be like, yeah, you tell him. Tell him he yeah, asked. Exactly. <laughs> so, just, you his, exactly. You know? So, like I said, it definitely will be more exciting, but Thanksgiving can be Thanksgiving can be, can be rough for us for us introverts. Uh, another thing that I used to do was like sneak in a book to read or a magazine right. to read. Yeah, uh, it was it was a lot harder when I was a kid because again, you get accused of being rude or antisocial um, or disrespectful. So. But I, but I actually got around that by just reading the books that were wherever I was going. So, okay. <laughs> if I couldn't bring my own, uh, I'm sure that someone has some sort of book I can read. So I would just take my break, go find a mm-hmm. book, a nice little book to read, um, and, and then go back. Right. But... Read a chapter or five and <laughs> rejoin the family. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And if there's if there are any extroverts out there thinking that oh you're just being antisocial or being rude again it's not that it's it's just we lose energy through social interaction typically right um, if it, obviously like... it, obviously it varies from person to person but for the most part we need to sometimes most of the time step away. To, re- to be able to recharge, whereas you know, right, we, we we don't gain our energy typically through social interaction. So I'm not right. Telling, we're not telling people to not be social or you know not be polite. We're just telling folks be hey. mindful. Be mindful <laughs> exactly. because there's a lot of people talking all at once, and each conversation really takes it. It's, it's like that analogy that we used in one of our previous episodes where we were talking about, like, you know, typically if you're at home with your laptop, your laptop is plugged in. But if you're out and about, you don't have your plug. As you're doing stuff and as you're, like, kind of going through the motions, your laptop is running out of battery. And that's kind of how introverts are. <laughs> Each conversation takes away from our battery. Exactly. We, we have to go recharge <laughs> right and you'll like you'll actually like us better if we recharge like a lot of my friends and family nowadays like don't even really remember what i was like in my intro my my quiet shy days because i seem like i'm always on but i've 
learned how to sort of make my escape and go recharge in like a more natural way. So I'll, I'll go to the bathroom or I'll go fix my makeup or I'll go change my outfit 50 times. Like <laughs> if anybody's listening, you're probably going to notice this more that I do this. I'm constantly going to the bathroom. It's not because I have to go to the bathroom. It's because I need to recharge. And I'll say this, I don't think a lot of people understand just how real like like over um overstimulation is to us. Oh my god, yeah. Like just you know, walking just being in a room full of dozens of people, you know, chatting, laughing, talking, singing. You got music going on. You got TV going on. You got little kids running around. You got the sound mm-hmm. of like pots and pans clanging about as dinner. Well, I can't there. hear that. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it's 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 a lot, and it can be very overstimulating. I know for me personally, I I I have to just go away and just go go somewhere quiet because it's it's just it's it's too much. Right, like, I can't deal with it. And I'm curious if you've ever kind of experienced that. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, definitely, like, too much at once. I've gotten better at it over the years, um, especially because my friends, like, I went to, like, a very loud uh, university, (laughs) very big football school, and my friends are all, like, from New York, Philly. so we're all, they're all pretty loud. <laughs> Everyone's always talking at once. Um, so that helped me to sort of get used to like, just like a lot of talking all at once. And then on top of that, I don't hear a lot of sound because I have a 30% hearing loss in my left ear and 20% in my right ear. So I, I almost think that like, that's like one of my introvert shields, if you will. <laughs> Um, it protects me from all the noises that other introverts have to listen to. Um, but I definitely do get like overwhelmed to the point of having to just make my escape. Um, even if it's just for a couple of minutes. Nice. Yeah. Overstimulation is, it's a thing. It really is. (laughs) Absolutely. Especially in like situations where like there's, like I get overstimulated by small talk, which sounds really weird. But like, if I have the same small talk conversation like five people in a row, I'm like, I need to like chill for <laughs> a second. I can't have that same combo again. Oh well, yeah, I, I can totally agree because that's you know, this is the same. How have you been? What are you up to? It it can get very like it boring. sounds weird. I don't even know if that would be considered overstimulation or just like are we really am I really repeating myself right now? But well, I can also tell you that I do not like repeating myself or, or right. saying you know, the same thing, the same story over and over. Like I to me, I can just feel all of the energy draining out of me when I, I have right. to do Right, it's not even like over simulation. It's just like it's almost under simulation. 
You know, like, I'm, like, getting bored repeating myself. Exactly. Like, you know, we're again, we're willing to have a a meaningful conversation but right the same answering the same five questions person to person that's just not going to get it done right like let's get deep i want to get deep right off the bat and i i will talk to you for hours even if my battery runs out like I, i'll keep going <laughs> but <laughs> if you try to get me to engage in the same small talk that i just had five minutes ago you're going to find that I'm in the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of, I swear, you guys, like, I'm not kidding. Like, how often I go to the bathroom. I, I wonder if people notice and, like, think that I have a problem and just don't say anything. <laughs> but, like, I'm always in the bathroom. And it's, like, like I said, I don't even know what I'm doing in there. I'm just, like, chilling. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a safe space. It is. Um, do you ever get... This is, like, random and really has nothing to do with Thanksgiving, but I find that, like, when I'm in a really bright space, I tend to, like, need to recharge more often. Hmm. I don't think like, I've experienced... Like, when the lights are too strong. Hmm. I mean, I don't think I've experienced that. <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's, right. that's interesting. That's... Well, for most people, it's the noise, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, if there's a lot of background noise, but like, like I said, I can't hear shit. Um, <laughs> so, like, I don't wear my hearing aids, but I wear my contacts, and I have very light eyes, so I feel like rather than getting over-simulated by the noise, I get over-simulated by the lights. <laughs> I mean, overstimulation comes in, in many forms. So, right. it's definitely not just noise. It, it can just, it can just, it can be lights. It can be noise. It can, it can just be a bunch of people in a particular mm-hmm. space. You know, it really can be anything. Right. I think it depends on the person and kind of mm-hmm. what what their threshold is. So it's right. definitely, you know, I, I definitely think it, it's a real thing, but. You know, we've been <laughs> we've been talking about uh, the issues introverts can face during Thanksgiving. We don't want folks to think that we don't like Thanksgiving at all. Oh, I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> Personally, one so of my cheese. <laughs> What's yeah. your favorite Thanksgiving food? Like, what is like like the thing that you look forward to all year? So I like stuffing. Or dressing. Ooh, it's yeah, it's when it's homemade. Yes, exactly. Like I, I will say I don't. I'm not getting into stuffing versus dressing, like language and terminology. I like stuffing. That's that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. So don't don't okay. at, don't at me on this. Don't correct me on this. That's what I'm calling it. Wait, uh, what is the other term for it? I never even heard of that. There's stuffing and there's dressing. To me, it's, it's the same thing. What but... the hell is that? It's stuffing, guys. No, you can at me all you want. You're wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, it, 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 it gets serious. It gets real That's serious. That's wild. Yeah. Is so... that like, that almost reminds me of like the sheet versus Wawa debate. Like, who cares? Gas station. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I'm a big fan of stuffing. That's what I, I look forward to. Um, I do like biscuits. 
homemade biscuits mm. uh, when, when they're done properly. I I know they're I should very say hard to make. they are. That's why when it, when they're done properly, I, I enjoy them. I know mm-hmm. turkey is like the obvious dish, but for me, I like, hate I, turkey. Yeah, I I'll like take. turkey, but I'm like it, it. It's not what I look forward to the most. Like I can get turkey, right? And I, I eat turkey all year round, so like I'm not really right. You know, at the front of the line to get turkey. So for me, it's definitely a stuffing, the biscuits, and whatever kind, of, whatever kind of dessert. So so basically, carbs. This is what yeah. I. <laughs> carbs. I'm on an all carb diet on Thanksgiving, exactly. meaning it's all I eat. Like it's probably the one time of the year where like I'm not eating meat <laughs> primarily, which, right. is, which is odd because like the main attraction is the meat. But whatever, you know. Right. I feel like a lot of people just don't love turkey. Like I was trying to convince my parents for years to just like forego it and just like because my mom makes this incredible lasagna. If you're making it this year, mom, so excited. Uh, make two. Um, <laughs> but, like, so far, we continue to have turkey. It's getting smaller by the year and being replaced with, like, other stuff, like mac and cheese, carbs. Um, more types of potatoes, carbs. Is that... That's a carb. That's a starch. Okay. Starch. Um... You know, I just, I'm just not a big fan of turkey. I would love to have like a ham or a lamb. That would be dope. But so far, we've just continued to make the turkey. So Um, I've, I've definitely have had turkey. I've had chicken one year. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've definitely had ham. I haven't had lamb. I think that would be dope. Yeah, like a roast, awesome. like a a slow cooked lamb, like in yes. one of those like oven roasters or whatever, or like the um, what are those things that they roast the pig on with the apple? Oh, like a, a spit. Yeah, yeah, that would be so good. Mm-hmm. Like one year, I one year I actually had a <laughs> I had a um, a seafood fry, like a, a fish fry. Ooh. Yeah. Cause like I told, I told my mom like you know what I ain't really I'm not feeling like turkey this year like I want like I want to have fish and shrimp and that's kind of what I did like wow that's awesome yeah you know like you know there's no law that says we gotta have turkey on Thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) as far uh, as we know as far as you know yes but watch we're like gonna get arrested after we post this podcast. Exactly. I think it's giving police going to come and say, "Hey, you must have, you must have this this turkey on Thanksgiving." But I mean, if you're going to have turkey, I think you got to do like the, for me the, the traditional, you know, baked turkey. Just mm-hmm. where it's at. Um, I've had deep fried. Yes, I've had deep fried oh, turkey. I've had a Cajun turkey. I've gotten a, a um, I've gotten a, a Cajun turkey from from Popeyes of all places. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got one year a fried turkey from KFC. So shout out to KFC and Popeyes. They do that? That's crazy. I never even heard of that. Yes. Yeah I, I I don't know if it's the original thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that um KFC definitely does it. 
I don't know if, if Popeye's does it anymore. Like they had it like one year and it was awesome mm-hmm. and they never did it again and I was so hurt. I feel like there's some kind of like silly meme out there about the KFC doing a turkey instead of chicken. I don't know. You can say what they want. It was good. There's a good there's a good joke in there that I can't think of right <laughs> now, but I'll probably think of it as soon as we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it was definitely delicious, but yeah, I mean, you, you gotta, you have to get creative with the turkey, in my opinion. It's just yeah, it's good the next day. Agreed. Leftovers are are, are very good. Like turkey leftovers are are for some reason like so much better than the turkey the day of. <laughs> it's because there's less people around. <laughs> Bringing it back to the introverted topic, exactly. Yes, taste tastes better. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you're stopping your face and everybody's like watching you, like just like and like judging you? Because I used to feel that way. Now I don't really care, but um, I used to feel so. I I used to feel like I was like on like a stage or like a spotlight, and everybody was just staring, like judging how much food I was sticking in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, yes and no, um, because, you know, and <laughs> so it, it, in black households, yes, like, we'll, if we see somebody like eating, eating a lot at one time or, or like, or like with a, grabbing a huge plate, we gonna say something. Right. <laughs> I think it's the, it's the same in Jewish households too, yeah. I think. I think okay. we're very okay. similar in that regard. Yeah, it's like, boy, you, you sure you sure hungry today, aren't you? <laughs> it's like, well, you you really like you really like, like that stuffing, you know. So, like, I know it's coming. Um, it's not fun right. but at the same time. Yeah, like you said, you know, as you get older, as you kind of grow up, it's like whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm eating it, and if you don't <laughs> if you don't like it, I'm gonna eat it too. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, like I'm 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 not gonna stop eating um i got what i got because i because i wanted it but right it's, it's annoying because it's like you know i don't care if there's one person there or a hundred like i just i want to eat in peace like i'm not i'm not trying to bother anybody i'm not talking about anybody else right. why, are you, why are you worried about me focus on your focus on your plate right you eat, eat your plate like <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> don't worry about what's on mine worry about what's on yours because if you keep worrying about what's on mine i'm gonna take yours and eat that too. <laughs> Um, my family so i i've like had weird issues with my weight for years like i'm I'm, i was constantly on the diet now i just kind of eat like a normal amount of food i guess so i'm not really worried about like calories or stuff or anything but for the longest time like I would diet all year, and then Thanksgiving and Christmas for, like, the two days, and my birthday, for, like, the, the couple of days a year that, like, I would just, it was like I hadn't eaten in a century. And my family would be like, when was the last time you ate? Like, I guess she needs, she needs a little bit of meat on her bones, like, where, like, you know, it's, it's about time that she actually ate, like, a human. Like, oh and it was God. all, like, it was all in good fun. Like they were all, they were always teasing me, you know, but 
but I was so sensitive. I could not take a joke. And I just would get so, like, defensive about what I was eating. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stuff my face. I eat so healthy all year. Like, this is the one day a year where I get to eat like I haven't eaten in months. And, like, who cares? So I'm curious if, like, you've ever... I, I guess it's, it's kind of like the opposite of body shaming. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, food shaming, I guess. And it used to drive me nuts. But I'm curious, like, what your thoughts are, what your experience has been with, like, people just commenting and, like, caring about what you eat. I've definitely have i've definitely had that i've experienced that just folks just wanting to share their opinion or opinions on what i'm eating and how i'm eating and how much and Mm -hmm. i'm always like why are you so focused on on me like why there is an entire spread here (laughs) (laughs) that we came here to enjoy and you decided to spend your time talking about what I have on my plate why Mm -hmm. why it's kind of like the politics like it's like there's so many people here that you can talk to about your stance like why do you care what my opinion is (laughs) like stop yeah it just it's not why I'm there, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm I'm there solely for the food. But, <laughs> okay. But again, that's that, that, that might be I am. A, that might be how I feel, but that's not what I, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll, I'll never say I'll never say that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but once it's time to commence with the the eating portion of the show. Eat, my, my, like, why, right. why, why are you so focused on on me or, or, or anyone? Like, why are you so focused on someone else to the point where you feel the need to comment on whatever? Just like we came here to, you know, enjoy each other's company and have mm-hmm. a, a good meal. I don't right. know why. Why are you so focused on bringing? negativity or just ask nine opinions here it does to me it, it never it never made sense um right i've as i've gotten older i've become less shy about responding in kind mm-hmm. so <laughs> but um i just i prefer not to let it get to that point so right but yeah i've I've definitely experienced it it's not fun it's it's confusing as hell Um, right because you're like is this like you really came here for this like it it becomes obvious like that's really what they came here for like to just right be an asshole right like you just eat what you're gonna eat stop projecting (laughs) like I want to eat every bite of brie and chocolate peanut butter brownies and like roasted potatoes that I can get my hands on. Let me eat them in peace. Thank you very much. Exactly. Like you, you really like those biscuits, Jay? Like yes, bitch, I like them. Leave me alone. 
<laughs> exactly. I like them. <laughs> um, well, I can't believe it's already we've we've gotten a really good conversation in um about Thanksgiving, and not gonna lie, it's not helping that I'm really hungry right now. Um, <laughs> as per usual, as I always am at the end. Um, and all this talk about all my favorite Thanksgiving foods is making me want to just bite my microphone. So <laughs> I think that is my cue to start to wrap up our Thanksgiving episode. Yes, in general, this is how you know when to stop recording. Is when Steph gets hungry. That's the end of the episode. She, I, when I start threatening to eat the mic, this yes, is when that's... we have to stop. Yep, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're curious. What are your takeaways? What are your Thanksgiving tips for fellow introverts? What did you agree with? What did you disagree with? Um, what are you looking forward to with the holidays? And what are you dreading with the holidays? And if you wanted to do a follow-up episode after Thanksgiving, but before Christmas, definitely let us know. Yes, definitely let us know, and we will get on that. But we definitely appreciate you taking the time to tune in and listen to this episode. We hope that you have a wonderful, happy, and safe Thanksgiving, free of stress and full of wonderful food. That. (laughs) (laughs) What he said. (laughs) so um i'm gonna take the ending this time we want you to like comment review all the things for this episode (laughs) do that (laughs) do that (laughs) do the Um, thing do the thing um and as for usual stay introverted and we will talk to you guys next time see ya See ya.